been a while since we've done this guys welcome back to pixel radio commentary it's been a while yeah like so much shit's happened dude it's the summer it's yeah. just been like ugh, it's hard to do anything over the summer that isn't outdoors especially in seattle because you're just like i feel guilty for every second that i'm not enjoying the sun because yeah, I mean, but but if you are to believe the switch commercials you bring your switch with you on yeah, that it's hike. true i go are up there... to the top of the mountain and play zelda and did look at the fake mountain instead of the real but... one <laughs> you pretend you could actually climb that cliff it'll be great real question though like is there wi-fi on these mountains <laughs> it's true i don't want to be in airplane mode the whole time when yeah, i yeah i mean you got you can't like how are you going to access all of nintendo's great online features <laughs> like the fact when i was on an airplane just as a Recently, I couldn't access Nintendo the NES Classic bullshit because Nintendo had to go call out. How am oh. I going to enjoy my Joy-Con drift on yeah. when it's attached Holy to the shit. thing? Ah, <laughs> uh, the drama. Oh, yeah. yeah that was oh, really my gosh. good. We have missed so much drama, you guys. It matched ever so much drama, and I'm kind of fine with that. <laughs> yeah, Gamers Rise. Oh, no. Also, oh. in case you forgot who we are. Hi, I'm Christine. <laughs> I am Zach. And I'm Carlo. Yeah, we have... Uh, we have missed just a lot of drama. I feel. I feel like there hasn't been a lot of games news so much. I mean, there's, there's just... some, there's some like real games news. I got. yeah, there, there definitely has. But I feel like most of it has just like no, no, all of what is, I've seen has just been drama. This is incredibly important. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers is now released. Congrats. <laughs> I yes, I heard about that actually. I haven't played any of it. Oh, uh, my brother's been enjoying it quite yeah, a bit. So that's mostly because I've been traveling. Uh, which leads to the actual big news. <laughs> uh, I am playing Pokemon Go again. Huzzah! Join us. Uh, uh, I am now the last. I am the holdout. Dude. I am the one who's Dude, barely making do it. Do you know too. how many Pokesops are in Japan? Dude, I from my hotel room, I could hit like six of them. Listen, you're just saying words, and those words are going there in are my gyms? ear. There's an armored Mewtwo event. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going. Like I did that race I, I, I fucking times. log in and then there's like there's like you know there's Gen 3 Pokemon. <laughs> and now the I'm world just thinking of oyster. the I still don't have a Cyndaquil and that makes me mad. And now you I'm don't? just thinking of no. the Pokemon you one. Now I'm just thinking of the Pokemon drama where like not all the Pokemon are going to be in the next one, and people are losing Don't their remind shit. Me. Don't yo, remind fuck yo me. national decks. Hulu is precious. <laughs> no least. one cares about yo national decks. <laughs> Game Freak, they don't care about yo national decks. I've listen. <laughs> it has just been, oh, it's been a mess. Yeah. So you're back into Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like it's uh, <laughs> it's weird. Like I dare I, I ask. Why? Other than just Japan? I honestly like that's actually a decent reason. So I was in Tokyo, uh, literally like three days ago, four days ago. If we like taking time zones and weird stuff into account, uh, and plane travel. But uh, I one of my friends there did play Pokemon Go, and it just kind of was just like, oh, like he was like playing it way more often than he normally plays it. Probably because a we're on a trip mm -hmm. and things like that. But it was just kind of like, huh, I wonder how it is in Tokyo. 
Turns out, if you are in Tokyo, that is probably the ideal place to play Pokemon Go with the amount of Pokestops and craziness, sponsored <laughs> stuff everywhere. Um, just going to Akiba and, like, during, I think it was during one of these, like, crazy, like, oh, hey, raids are increased from, like, you know, X to, like, like X time to another X time, and there's, like, armored Mewtwo's everywhere, or, like, legendaries and Entei's everywhere or some shit. And you, and like, always have a large enough group to raid. It's no, so there good. were, like, 40 people in every group. It's so good. <laughs> it was just, like, holy shit. It's what so quick. Are, like, this, it was the first raid I ever did. Like, I, there's Pokemon leagues now. Like, there's so much shit added, and it's <laughs> honestly uh, a little overwhelming. I, you haven't been listening to me that long enough. You know, we've been talking a lot. You know, like, yeah, apparently there's some, there's <laughs> shit going on. And, like, like you can attach it to, like, you know, it'll, like, track steps for you. It'll, like, attach to your iPhone. Like, oh, I love app. Adventure Sync. It's the best. So, yeah, like, you can actually, like, get your eggs hatching without the app open, which is, like, something crazy. Uh, there's Pokeballs. Like, I have too many items. I don't know what to do with any of them. Uh, you're you're but once again you're just kind of saying words to dude, me. <laughs> they're See, words. This is what we were saying to him. If you join, you'll understand. No, no they're I'm, words to me too. I'm, That's the problem. I'm I'm still I'm still not going to. I have far too many useless apps on my phone. I mean, so do I. But Pokemon Go is me. not a useless. No, app. listen, that has nothing to do with it. It has oh. everything to do with just you know. If you the knew, data that's on here. If you knew how much girls band party stuff I bought in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have this conversation later. <laughs> we uh yeah, so anyway, this is a good gotcha. point to talk about sort of what we're our main topic for yeah. today. We're which is Carlo, if you would like to since this is yeah, your so, baby. Yeah. So, uh it was kind of my idea, kind of spurred on by playing Pokemon Go, but also um bringing my Switch, which I have not picked up too often recently. Um Fire Emblem's coming out, so that's all going to change. Soon. <laughs> uh, soon. Oh, uh, is, is, it's out this week. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Wait, tomorrow? No, like the 26th. So oh, I was like, oh. what? Four days I, from now. It's, it's Thur- Thursday, Friday. That's weird. It's yes. usually on Tuesdays. Oh, anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> um, but, Your weekend plans, right? Yeah. Well, well, we'll see. Um, but uh, the whole thing about this is like getting back into games that you haven't played in a while. And Pokemon Go actually kind of was a pretty interesting way... Uh, for me to get back into games because mm-hmm. I can kind of draw a parallel to something else as I'll get into. But it was incredibly easy, right? There was mm-hmm. no story. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of now these new features that kind of keep you playing in like achievements and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, all I did was, you know, swirl my thumb around a couple of times and toss a Pokeball and fail a lot. <laughs> a um, lot let lot. me point that out. I did. I suck at this game now. The number of times I did not catch an Armored Mewtwo after completing that raid. Dude. Too many. Oh, too many mm, times. Fuck that shit. Uh, <laughs> that's why I stopped doing raids because like fuck that shit. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, like getting into games and kind of that sort of, uh, you know, I, I feel like something we all can relate to. Sometimes you put down a game, you know, life gets too busy. Uh, you get distracted by another game as I, it's usually apt for me. Um, and trying to get back into those games is something that, you know, I think it's an interesting topic. Yeah, definitely. I um, think, you know, I yeah. think you're bringing up some interesting points on, you know, ease of kind of pick up and playability. Yeah. Um, it Because I've been having sort of a similar thing of being like, man, you know, maybe I should try and go further in Celeste. Like I'm in the <sighs> middle of a level. But and you it, dropped it. Uh, well, it wasn't well, so much like a complete 
drop, it was like, you know, I'm going to take a break for a bit. I've been doing all this high-stress gaming, but now it's like I don't really want to pick it up again because even, it's yeah. it's going to be a commitment to get back to that skill level. And that's yeah. that's sort of tough. It's something you lose, right? And um, the one that turned out for me uh, incredibly was on bringing my Switch on the plane. I had a bunch of downloaded games. Excellent. Uh, I had bought Dead Cells again, which was a, a fantastic game, and we can kind of get into that later. But I tried picking up Hollow Knight again. And to point out, I'm at Hollow Knight at the point where you're kind of very deep in the story. I would probably say I'm about two, like maybe like five, six of the way into the game. Uh, I had I stopped playing because there was like you know life got too busy and there was this extremely barred boss fight where you fight thirteen of the same fucking thing over and over again. I should and also point out that obviously I love Celeste. I've talked about it a ton. Yeah. You love Hollow Knight too. Oh, dude, that game is amazing. It's so fuck, cute. I could play like maybe 30 seconds before I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Like I was just like, no, it was incredibly hard to get back into. It's such a mechanically intensive game, right? And I think as you were talking about with Celeste, right, there's a, a there is like a skill level I get in games, right, that mm. you, you eventually get more powerful and stuff like that and you get better at the game. You know, this is a much easier with things like RPGs and stuff, right? But when it comes to a platformer, right, the, the amount of technical skill, especially for a game like Celeste, is it's muscle memory. It's, you know, practice and practice and practice and practice and trying, you know, understanding the levels, knowing exactly where you need to be good memory map of the, the, the levels. Right. Same thing with Hollow Knight. You just kind of need to know exactly all the, the routes you're going to go. Yeah. Um, but it requires a level of actual pure mechanical skill that is really hard to attain after coming out you know i think it's been maybe about a year year and a half since i played hollow knight i and yeah really been that long it feels like it yeah (laughs) i mean and i mean the last two weeks feels like seven months to me so so you know it really just feels like forever there is definitely like you know a floor that i'm at right now like I've, i've tried picking it up and sort of messing around with it a bit and you know it's not like i'm all that skill is just gone if i was willing to put in, you know, like 30 minutes to an hour, I could probably get close to the same level I was mm-hmm. and, you know, then eventually go from there. But there is definitely that feeling of like, ah, do I want to pick this up or do I want to just like play a different game? Yeah, it's like, you know, there's a lot of the time it's just that, that there's a, at least for me personally, there was this mental barrier to entry where it's like just playing the game for 30 seconds made me incredibly exhausted. Yeah. And this was like at the beginning of my flight. I'm bored out of my mind. <laughs> right? I played I've been playing hours of Dead Cells. <laughs> uh which by the way, yeah, it's a fantastic game and that's actually a game I would say I picked up the mechanics really quickly again, mm-hmm. but because there isn't really that much of a story, it's very much one of those run-based uh, you know, uh, what's the right word? Rogue, roguelites. Oh yeah. So you're definitely on. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you're definitely sort of emphasizing, you know, not wanting to go through the story again, and that's really interesting to me because a lot of times I'll specifically come back to a game yeah. that is entirely story based that I've played a ton, and I, I'm trying to figure out sort of what's really the difference there. I think the difference here, at least, is that you're kind of. It's the point you're coming back into the game. At least it is for me. So whereas like Dead Cells, right, there is somewhat of a story, but like I I had actually 
um, bought it for the Switch for the first time. I had previously paid it on PC. Mm-hmm. So my in terms of progress, there was none. Sure. Um, which made it very much easier to kind of re go through that same tutorial progress that you kind of get when you first initially play a game. Like it's familiar to you, but that cr- development learning curve of development, right? It's you're growing with it. You might be going with it at a much faster pace. Like I, I felt like I did, but in comparison, something like hollow Knight, I'm like pretty far in. Yeah. It was a game I haven't ever totally finished. Right. And it's like that, you know, I've put maybe 40 to 50 hours in. And it's just that, like, the amount of skill and time it took me to get to those 50 hours includes the story, includes all of that stuff. And it's just very hard for me personally, I would say. And maybe, you know, there might be something deeper here. But to kind of re-understand those mechanics in the same sort of time frame, right, where it kind of introduces you, that sort of gameplay design, it's very hard to then, like, when you're at a game where you're at, you should be at that peak right you're mm-hmm. like near the end of the game yeah. you have all your powers you have to execute on all of these you know different mechanics simultaneously because that's how it like it ups the challenge right yeah, yeah. um it's really hard to jump back right into that especially when you you know it's been a couple you know more than a couple months it's like i forget some mechanics like i was struggling how to even use certain basic abilities in hollow knight mm-hmm um and it it just made it exhausting and then the thought of like okay if i really at least for me if i really wanted to like get back to the level i needed to to some degree it feels like i would neither need some sort of like quick like practice mode to kind of bring me back in and bring me back up to speed of everything Mm -hmm. or i would have to start the game over and then the thought of starting the game over was just like I'm going to go back to play Death Cells like shit. Yeah, it's like I'd rather just do something else. Like, yeah, I'm concerned about trying to... I have to... Like, just a few more hours left in, like, Okami. But, like, there's so many of those, like, symbols you need to use for the various abilities. I'm like, uh, am I going to remember this? No. Yeah, that's (laughs) the thing of, like, when it comes to, you know, coming back to a game, that's pretty much what it is, is for me, is, you know, I, I think it's this thing of, like, I always end up going back to the beginning and, you know, there's generally a fair amount of time between it. Like, for example, the game I've been playing the most of recently is The Wind Waker, which obviously a phenomenal game. And what's actually amazing is there's a whole bunch of content that I've never actually seen in it because I've never been the kind of person to do like the I want to 100% it. So I'm just like, you know what? Oh, you don't want to treasure hunt for fucking 10 hours? No. Uh, So it's this thing of like, I don't, I'm like going back and being like, oh, let's try out these things that I didn't do and what it's ended up doing is also extended my game time in such a way where it's like i don't remember any of these dungeons i don't remember how to do any of that and it's like it's nice to it's this thing of coming back to the uh coming back to kind of like that mechanical thing it's like i enjoy the mechanics of the game and it's fun to sort of go through the process of learning them again same to like you know every few years i like to play the arkham asylum games because the mechanics Mm. are so much fun and it's fun to like relearn them and have that little bit of like nostalgia towards them of like the fluidness oh yeah of the i remember yeah. how to do this this is so much fun or yeah same with like tomb raider as well where the like the movement in that game you know i i i really enjoy and it's fun to be like oh yeah i mean it, for for me it's like the same reason i i actually went back and picked up kingdom hearts 2 after the disappointment that was kingdom hearts 3 <laughs> uh, from a gameplay level okay like 
But but not Kingdom Hearts one. No, well, the Kingdom Hearts one is pretty rough too. Yeah. But like two was kind of like had the sort of gameplay that I personally enjoyed and personally enjoyed the most. And it's like yeah, there's a familiarity to it, even though. You know, I spent maybe six hours through the tutorial again or whatever bullshit. Oh, God. I hate I hate forced tutorials. Well, I mean, it's <sighs> a, the entire intro is like a tutorial. I, so, yeah, it, yeah I, I guess that is sort of a, like the familiarity is definitely, I, I think, a big element. Do you think there's an element of almost, this isn't the right word, but almost like a nostalgia no, of I, it? No, I, I think there is to some degree, right? Because like... Um, I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is one of those games that I've actually spent the most time playing uh, uh, in terms of just like... Because like there are other games that I probably spent a longer time amount of playing, like you know those sort of multiplayer games. But when it comes to like a single player, it's like probably that in Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Pokemon. Uh, All the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Or the Pokemon, Pokemon games. I put, I've spent many times restarting those games and playing them through as a kid. But... Uh, no, I just buy a new copy and then I play on that one. Well, you buy a new <laughs> copy because they remaster it. Yeah. <laughs> You're the reason they only have 251 Pokemon, the new one. No, don't say that. Yeah, you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the, I think there is, there's like a sense of familiarity, right? And it's like, I feel like there's a reasoning for it. Because like the reason I've played enough Fallout New Vegas is because I am a uh, habitual modder. Uh, <laughs> addictive modder because i usually end up with mod lists of over 200 different plugins because i have a problem oh my god Um, (laughs) yeah it's but it's so much so much good it's like i do that with skyrim like i don't know how many times i've seen that skyrim opening i know it's a meme now Um, (laughs) but like something with kingdom hearts which is that sort of self-enclosed um game right yeah yeah uh the the one that I typically play is like the Japanese Final Mix Plus version because it has extra content and mm-hmm. it's the only thing I've ever completely one hundred percented in terms of like a, a, a game like that. That's the yeah. game I probably put the most time into actually one hundred percenting. And it's like there's a familiarity to it to a degree because of the amount of time I think I have spent with it. Yeah, I think yeah. there's something you were saying about it being like a self-contained thing that kind of yeah. resonated with me is the idea of like. You know, some of the games that's hard that are hard for me to get back into or, you know, like Celeste, for example, is a pretty open ended game in a lot of ways. Like, obviously, each level is very, mm-hmm. you know, is so small, but it, there's really the game at a certain point becomes about being better at the game and, yeah. you know, getting better at it. And that is just kind of this open ended thing and which makes it, you know, obviously a game that's really amazing for speed running and stuff like that is that it's you know there's this constant challenge to be better but that can be a lot of i don't know almost pressure sometimes i feel like there's this thing of like okay this is what this is about and it's just going to be me getting better and i've already lost some skill or there's like where i don't know i'm trying to think of it in the context of celeste but having this it be this self-contained thing of like i know that this game I can get through it. I know exactly what I need to do in it. It is going to be, you know, let's say 20 to 25 hours for this playthrough. And then I can move on to the next one. It's it's but I think it's like a manageable mental thing. I don't know. It is. But I think I think that kind of goes back to that idea mm-hmm. of it being self-contained. Right. It's also going back to one of the other ideas I had brought up is the fact that you're starting it over again. Right, yeah. is that you're, yes, you're willing to bring it that, and I think the difference, at least for both you and me here, is with Celeste and with Hollow Knight, is that it's not something we ever completed to a certain degree, right? Yeah, and the stuff that we want to then actually tackle, 
right, is the stuff that uh, we haven't seen. The new content, the new whatever, right? Whatever it is about it that you haven't actually experienced or beaten, you know, for a challenge or whatnot. Um, and I think I think there's that there's like that's a distinct difference there because I think with a lot of different games that I've I've tried getting back into, right? Like, uh, I can pull back and think about The Witcher 3 as a very good example. Mm-hmm. Um, I played The Witcher 3, and it's the first DLC when it first came out. Um, and then I started a new game plus because I still love The Witcher, and I was like, I want to play more <laughs> Witcher. Okay. Turns out playing a new game plus kind of sucks uh, when you don't have time and other games come out like Destiny. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I stopped playing that. And now I'm back to the point where it's like, okay, I have my save file. It's in the very early parts of the boring part of Witcher 3. But I really want to finish Witcher 3 so I can though then go and play uh, uh, the new DLC, Blood and Wine. I still haven't played Blood and Wine. Yeah. Even That's though fair. they have like a way, like a character thing you can create at the very beginning and just experience the story. I'm like, no, I want my character with my new game plus bullshit. Because there's like a sentimentality attached to it, right? And it's just like, I want to continue that experience, but the barrier to entry there is incredibly high for a story-based game like that. Well, like, I, th- I yeah. have to see content again. I have to redo content that I've already beaten just Yay, to see wikis. this new content. Thank God, or thank God for wikis. <laughs> I feel like something, yeah. something about it, you, what you were sort of saying reminded me of something with Celeste, where it was like, like, you can unlock every level in the game from the start if you want to. Mm-hmm. But that... Like if and so in some ways it's like oh I wouldn't even have to start over to sort of get there but that kind of defeats the point if that makes sense like the fun of it is in beating the challenges yeah and then you know to just be like okay well I'll just start in the middle with the challenges it, because that's probably where I'm at kind of it feels like it's defeating the point in the same way that what you were saying about The Witcher where you, you know you want it to be your character you have that sentimentality sentimentality that you've kind of struggled through to get to a certain point and you want to continue that push you know the number of times i've reset games though is a lot though you i have, usually play less no but games. you have stronger fortitude than i then. Well, but, let's but, put it like that but let's even put it like that like f- looking at the reason why you reset the game right why mm-hmm. i have no memory <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, that is that is completely, completely valid, even for me. Like, yeah. there are times where I will jump into a game that I am familiar with. Yeah. Right? And it's, like, relatively familiar with, right? So, like, uh, I'm, I'm, like, trying to think. There's, like, you know, like, I'll jump back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in smack dab in the middle of the game, like, late stage. It'll be, like, fuck, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Well, like, I don't know what, like, there's a quest line, but, like, who? Well, <laughs> what? Where? Why am I playing on extreme difficulty? Am I a masochist? Probably. Yeah. Well, yes, you are. But oh, <laughs> we we know well. this. We all know this. Mm. But I mean, like a lot of the games I tend to play tend to be a little bit more chill, like Stardew Valley and things, where it's like if but, you don't know what you're trying to do, oh you no, have, like tracking is so helpful. I okay, so I booted up Stardew Valley on the plane. You did. I have a year two. Okay. Uh, farm. Yeah. I have completed pretty much everything by year two because I am a a compulsive min-maxer. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's it. That's what it is right there. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah, like to the <laughs> point where I have like the greenhouse and I look, I go inside the greenhouse and it's just like, 
like star fruit plants as far as the eye can see. Yeah, that's pretty. And I, I go and I go into my cellar. And I'm like, oh shit, I have a fully stocked cellar. I'm a fucking alcoholic. That's, that's pretty much fun. That's pretty much where I'm at on Stardew. Is I feel like in a lot of ways, like there's still some stuff I have left to do, but I've finished the game for all intents and purposes. But that's not it. I just wanted to play it because I enjoy the act of playing Stardew. Absolutely, yeah. very core level. But it was like when I wanted to do it, it's like. I don't really want to continue this save file because I don't necessarily remember the state of mind I was in when I made this save file. Yeah. And what my what were my goals? What was I, what are my goals? What was I trying to do? There's yep. like yeah, and like Stardew is one of as those as you said one of those very open ended games where you kind of to some degree decide what your goals are as a farmer, right? Like what you want to prioritize things yep. like that. Like they tend to be the same things, but like at this point, I had already fix the community center by year two. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the kind of thing and where you're like summer. <laughs> you're planning out your future kind of in a way. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't remember what your plans for the future are, you kind of have to rebuild them in some ways. Yeah, yep. and, and it came to the point where it's like, I just would rather start a new game. I feel like most of those types of games, I like very happily restart. Or ones that are like short term, like, uh, you know, like min maxi type thing. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, like Frostpunk, I guess. Maybe I just suck at it, but it's like I feel like I always want to restart because I can optimize and be better. But like even Frostpunk to some degree, right, yeah. is very much a run-based game. Yep. Right? Like you're meant to eventually fail. Like it's it's kind of weird to kind of think of Frostpunk like that, but it's mm-hmm. the same way I kind of uh, think of Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. Um, In the sense that, yeah, it's a very run-based game. Losing is fun to some degree. We'll see. Yeah, whatever. Blah, blah, Nothing blah. is fun in Frostpunk. Let's be real here. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, our game's Beautiful fun. game, but yeah. yeah. No, but yeah, but like it's stuff like that, right? It's like because it's run-based, you don't necessarily have that sense of like attachment. And even then, you don't feel that bad about starting a new, mm-hmm. a new game, right? Because it's not necessarily like you don't have that sort of same attachment that you would have putting 40 hours into a save file true i mean i'm also like really thinking back to my my good old the sims days (laughs) i played so many (laughs) how many houses have i four yeah i played i mean how many families have you ruined (laughs) yeah but i think that's an interesting one too because how many neighborhoods have i had to restart (laughs) (laughs) what did you do oh i don't know I don't know, like literally romance all the, yeah. all the characters <laughs> away have, from have their kids families. With everyone, you know, that's how it goes. And then burn them all by taking the ladder out of the pool. Yeah, but like I think also for like uh, the Sims, it's like it kind of in, like it's story based, but you are making the story. So mm-hmm. if you don't remember it, then what's the point? So yeah, it's yeah. more fun just to make a new story at that point. Yeah, it's like you. There's like yeah. There's like. Or, like, you know, what you have in Sim- The Sims, at least for me, was, like, mm-hmm. very much, like, the decoration value and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, yeah. like, I come back to a house, you know, six months later, I'm, like, yeah. God, what were my tastes back then? <laughs> oh, God. I usually don't have that. But, oh, true, some of the fashion then things, I, then, I'm, then like, I start oh. adding mod packs. There's mod pa- The Sims is meant for mods. <laughs> uh yes and no <laughs> boy there are so many articles i've read about the insanity that is the sims modding world because oh, it is insanity it's almost as bad as fallout great. Oh, fun it's um, great. slash skyrim slash bethesda um, games great uh yeah i mean i think there is definitely there's definitely like like i said when i'm get, getting back into wind waker you know i'm enjoying going through the story again even though you know i know all the major beats whereas yeah i i could never to your point about just like 
I, I could never start in the middle. Like yeah. I would, I might as well just like, well, I might as well just delete that. And, yeah. but I feel bad deleting it to your point. And I'm I like, mean, oh, I'm I stuck like in that. the middle. Like, but I think, I think the thing here I'm, is at least right. Like you've experienced Wind Waker the whole way through. True. And that to some degree, cause you're like, oh, I'm replaying this again. I want to relive the experience. There's something about that mentality. I feel like that allows at least me personally to go through and play that play, play through and like, you know, I don't yeah. feel bad about deleting the tape. Save. It's those games that I play. You know, like I have a backlog of games I've never finished because I'm terrible at finishing games. Um, that That's fine. I'm never gonna go back to. It feels like. Yep. And then there's the silly, stupid games that you are kind of incentivized to just restart every time, like The Sims, or even I mean, maybe Stardew not every time, but but even no, but yeah, like, you're Stardew to some degree, there. yeah, yeah. Or, or like yeah, like something like Dead Cells, which is very run based, that sort of very low, like low thought process in terms of like understanding like the mechanics. Like you kind of have an idea of just how everything works on a very basic level. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about like all of those extra things. Cause it, at, at the end of the day, it's very much like, it's very much run base, you know, things like crypto, the necro dancer, I yeah, think yeah. work exactly the same way. Um, any game that's really short to be fair, almost works exactly the same way. It's like, you might as well just restart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's also just, like, the opposite ends of the spectrum, though, for, like, looking at, like, Celeste and, like, Hollow Knight versus uh, Stardew and The Sims, where it's, like, one of them is, like, very technically challenging, and it's, like, kind of, like, emotionally hard to get back into it, because you know that you can't do as well as you previously did without well, effort. Actually, now that I think about it, and uh -huh. I'm talking through it, I wonder if there actually is something to do with that physical, um, mechanical skill... Mm -hmm. that makes it harder to get back into games because uh, I'm going to throw this out. Okay. I booted up PUBG. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Exciting. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> a couple months ago because my friends have problems. Um, and we all played it <laughs> for, like, two rounds. And this was in the middle of Apex Season 2. Uh, not Apex. Not the Season 2 for Apex, just, like, when Apex was a popular game. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a thing. Well, that was so much darker than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, um, a little okay, bit. So I, let me finish the story. Real sure, quick. sure, sure. Um, I suck at PUBG now, <laughs> like really suck at PUBG to the point where it wasn't fun at all. Um, and I now I'm at the point where, and the same thing happened to Apex to some degree. I suck at Apex now because I haven't played it in a while, and it's not fun to get back into. Um. Something I did take a two-week hiatus from was the a new game, the new craze, Auto Chess, uh, Dota Underlords. <laughs> Everyone loves this. I really should play. Uh, it's it, oh yeah, it's mm, it, there's a mobile app. There it's, is. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll actually do that one. Oh yeah, that's like that's that's the dangerous part. But I've been living on buses. But here's the thing. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing about Dota Underlords. It's not mechanically intensive at all it is all strategy and kind of making your builds and kind of more like a board game almost right rather than a video game and i want to argue or maybe say that because of that lack of mechanical intensity intense intenseness yeah yeah, yeah intenseness sounds better um or like the the lack of intensity, mechanical intensity, intensity that's like the, it. the lack of the lack of requirement of that high level mechanical play right that I get with things like PUBG or other first person shooters, League of Legends, or even to some degree Hollow Knight and like you know 
It's the reason that I still haven't gone back to Sekiro, uh, even though I'm on the final boss. Uh, <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> oh, probably not. I fucking suck at that game too now. But it's like that level of barrier to entry that you developed when you play the game through normally. It makes it super hard to get back and be at that like you know top tier level. Yeah. I I just I on some level I agree with you, but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take it one level higher because okay. I think yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. I think it's about the investment in the game because what mm. you're talking about with Stardew Valley is a good example of that. That is not a mechanically complex game, mm. but you've invested so much into this save file that it's kind of like. Well, but I don't know anything about why I was investing. I don't know anything about what what I'm investing in at this point. I need to just kind of start over if I'm going to play this thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's sort of when it comes to the games like, you know, the games we've played before, Kingdom Hearts or Wind Waker for me, it's like, or Pokemon for you, Christine. <laughs> so much Pokemon. We, there is basically no investment. We've yeah. played it already. There's not this thing of like, Oh, I don't delete my files though. <laughs> no, that's but, but it's a thing of like. Well, there actually, is yeah, no. Th- th- let's actually let me like drop on that really quick, um, potentially because I think there's an interesting thing here, and you all are going to be pissed off at me in maybe ten minutes when I make a certain reference. But oh God, save files, right? Like, yes. Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, how do you guys like feel about like keeping your save files and stuff like that? I hoard everything. <laughs> uh, it, you know, like how how sad were you when your GB? Game Boy cartridges ran out of battery. Oh, yeah. And I remember also being sad restarting Crystal and playing a new file and then realizing that it's just always going to die after an hour. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that that took a turn. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's funny. My save file, like every single game, now that I think about it, I have like the same philosophy with save files, which is I have my primary save file. That's the one I beat the game on the first time. Yeah. And then I'll have, like, if the game has a new game plus mode, then I'll have my new game plus. But, like, most games have three save files, and my third save file is just, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll... I will delete that one in a heartbeat. But there's, like, a sense of, like, what about games you haven't finished, right? Like, is is there that sort of barrier, like, there is for me at times, that, like, for Hollow Knight, for example, I have, I think two save files now one is that major save file that i was played through my first time Mm -hmm. and now it's the second one that i started when i was on the plane and said like no fuck this honestly not for me like if it's a game that i haven't finished and it's been a long enough time i don't remember enough about that save file anyway to have any emotional attachment to it so it's like i consign it to the void so it is the act of necessarily finishing it it does it like kind of present like a sense of accomplishment like what i what think is, what, so yeah, what do you think it is about i think that? we should come back to this because i feel like there's a lot more to it that i i don't want to <laughs> scope creep too much oh, on yeah. This. Okay, yeah i think, um, I think, I think there's an interesting topic yeah. uh but uh, yeah so I then, think... then I'll, I'll leave my reference <laughs> yeah later. there is uh, yeah i think it, it is again still that level of investment uh to sort yeah. of finish the thought like with the with saving the saving the save file um, of the game that I've beat, there's a level of investment in it because I've finished it. It's like, you know, this is the one where it's done. This is the one where I did the thing and I have kind of an emotional attachment, an investment in it. Or even if it's a hard game, you know, there's the physical investment of like in it where, or in this, the subject like 
upgrades and such like that where there's yeah. that kind of you know that very literal time investment as opposed to just an emotional one yeah. and i think that's why i tend to keep them around yeah uh, just, but if you know like i said if it's if it's my second or third one it's like eh, you know yeah i mean like even in like the pokemon games within the game itself like, I will tend to catch Pokemon, and I never want to release them because I feel emotionally bad about abandoning my Pokemon. I mean, okay, so let, let's actually kind of stay on this topic because I think <laughs> it's relevant to news today about wait, the National Dex bullshit. Wait, wait, there's new news? No, but, like, just kind of that same, you know, concept. No, absolutely. Right? You're 100% right. Yeah. This, is the re- this is actually the reason people are fucking pissed off. Yeah, 100%. Because it is that attachment to your save file, right, to saying this is... This is like built up over the years yeah. since I started on red and blue or green, depending yeah. on your region. There's this thing of like, like right? Like this, this is, is my Pokemon. Like this oh, Pokemon yeah. speaks to my personality. There is. Yeah. As especially much as when people have been bits, bringing them right. forward sometimes for generation, generation, like console to console. Like, yeah. yeah. It's this thing of like, this is me. And when it you're like, it's not going to be in the game. It's like. Well, then why do I care? I this, know. You don't have a personal investment in it. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite Pokemon isn't like super common. Like it's Heracross. And it's like, I don't think that's going to, you know, pop up. And yeah. that sucks. I love and, yeah, it. And you, and you can't, you can't even import it into the game. Yeah. Right? Which is I the, just want to stare at my cute Heracross. Okay? Yeah. So <sighs> it's like, it is, it is this lack, you know, this sort of emotional attachment. And you could almost like, I mean, they are digital, right? Yeah. But like that does, I don't. I, we can get into that physical or digital bullshit, but I think that's a lame topic in general <laughs> because I think that, yeah, we can have emotional investment in these bits, right? Yeah, in of course we can. We can have an emo- emotional investment <laughs> in anything. Yeah, and I think, and, but I think that's like kind of what has caused all this ire about Pokemon is because, yeah, it's that there are stories, right? Yeah. Now, if you think about it, that are attached to these you know pieces of data yeah and there's of data they're self-created stories which makes them so much more personal as yeah, well and they may, it makes that it's mm-hmm. like that that's the sort of thing that i feel games have always been after right like we talk yeah. about things like um you know uh what's that what's that concept of where like uh emergent gameplay yes right mm. where you create your own stories like that it's not something new now that I think about it, right? It's yeah. some, I would argue, you have those stories, right? Like that sort of immersion gameplay happened when you were playing Pokemon as a kid. 100%. Right? It's, oh, like yeah. you, it's, trying, it's just trying to recapture that for the adults, for like the adults at this point where you have that story. Like I was, you know, facing Mewtwo and my, you know, Charizard was on its last piece of health. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I didn't have any Master Balls because I was an idiot and used it on a Rattata like fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like an idiot. Like an I, idiot. <laughs> I was. I went and surfed and fished for that Feebas so many times. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, but yeah, there's yeah. like these pieces of story, these stories, right? And what are essentially memories and like things that we we bring onto to these pieces of data, and that's what I would argue causes an extremely strong emotion, right? It's like a yeah. mixture of nostalgia, a mixture of your own personal story, of your own personal experience that kind of gets attached onto these save files, right? And that's the sentimentality of the value of it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. regardless, right, of how you of how you play the game, like you could have followed a guide, you could have just seen somebody else play it, but there is 
always going to be something intrinsically unique about your own save data. Yeah, absolutely. Also, another interesting thing, though, for Pokemon and the Pokemon Dex thing, it's interesting, too, though, that Pokemon Go has actively encouraged you to get rid of Pokemon, which is something I had never dreamed of doing oh, in my mean, main games. You mean, like, you grind them into candy. Them into candy. Yeah. You turn all of them into candy. <laughs> uh, and, like, you take joy somewhat in doing oh, so. I, I <laughs> well, we'll, I have said, to, we'll have to follow up on what I makes that different. I said 50 Pokemon but, but into yeah, the burner. Like, I do think it's... <sighs> but I wonder also, like, it's interesting since, it's like, you introduced a whole new group of people to doing those Pokemon mechanics much more lax, and now we're doing the National Dex attachment for this new stuff so it's almost like feels like it's a you know a transition for the new people versus you know ignoring the stuff for the I think older. that will I think that will make it much harder uh anyway just as yeah. kind of a, a wrap-up to some degree I think you know what you were talking about with the with the investment in the bits it made me think you know like we're not we, we're not coming back to this game and being like ah oh, I can't pick it up man this game isn't it's like no we want to come back to this game because we loved it because we did have this because investment in it there are experiences that you want to feel again yeah be it be it because you've played it before or because you're at the end of a game and you want you just want to see that title screen and it you is want to you see know that credits. Yeah. and it is to some degree you know I think almost a little bit disappointing in yourself in kind of like a growing up sort of way of like when you don't get that feeling and that's why it can be hard to pick up a game again if is if you're yeah. like you're chasing that same feeling and either due to time or due to lack of memory or due to lack of muscle resources you don't have that same feeling you don't and, have that you don't have the skill to actually hit that moment of catharsis and, in a way. And it's yeah. scary because you feel yourself growing older. What a happy note to end the podcast on. Huzzah! <laughs> Hooray! The inevitability of time. So, moral of the story, only play games that you can pick up and put down because then you won't get hurt in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> only yeah. play the same games over and over and over again because then I'll you... I'll return to Pokemon every time. And, and, that's, you... and that's how you get Toxic League of Legends players. <laughs> oh. It's true. All right. <laughs> thanks so much for everyone. Thanks so much for everyone. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I mean, thank you too. Thank you for thank existing. Thank you for you <laughs> being you. Yes. We appreciate you. Have, you know, have your feels. You're wonderful. Unless Wonderful. unless you unless you're a rising up gamer and then I don't give a shit about you. Go go drink some bath water. Thank you. What? All right. Thanks again for listening, everyone. See you next time. See ya. Bye.